Hi everyone and welcome back to Get In, Get in Dreamers. Dreamers. We are here. It is episode 8, which is Whoa. so exciting. And this is actually the first time that we are recording this podcast over Zoom, which virtual girlies is really fun. It's actually crazy that we have recorded every episode thus far in person like we've made it work each time but this week we decided that we were going to stay in the comfort of our own homes try out the zoom and i would say that it's actually been working out pretty well and we got all of our technology and it's it's been good except yeah for the headphone situation for like two the seconds. headphones were not charged but we got it to work yes we're here <laughs> and it is happy hour y'all so grab your wine yes grab your beverageino of choice um because today it is a what are we calling it we're a, calling this mental illness happy hour yes of course <laughs> mental illness happy hour um yeah mm-hmm. so I'm drinking this wine. But we are wanting to talk about mental illness this podcast because the two of us, we both got got lots of things going on and we wanted to talk about it with you guys, be vulnerable about mental illness, talk about Mm -hmm. mental health and just trying to end mental health stigma. Um, And so those are basically what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But before we get to our mental illness happy hour, we obviously have to start off the episode with our slays and And dismays (laughs) of the week. So, Christy, let's start off with your... Do you want to do slay or do you want to do dismay? We'll do slay first. Okay, go ahead. So, my slay of this week um, is kind of two things. So, first of all, this weekend was very fun. Me and Emily were able to go out on, like, a little Valentine's Day content shoot. Mm -hmm. And it was great because we were able to meet some fellow Disney influencers, especially Disneyland influencers. Mm -hmm. So, I know all my buddies over in Walt Disney World, but it was really cool to be able to meet some Disneyland content creator content creators as well um which was awesome and another slay is that i heard that instagram is going back to prioritizing photos and not reels so that is very very exciting stuff because i feel like there was a movement there where people were sick of their photos not getting traction Uh and now it looks like instagram is going back to their old algorithm of photos and I heard that that was kind of influenced by TikTok then having the photo um like the sliding photos yeah and that's why you know Instagram's now going back to photos and they feel bad about whatever they did before with just prioritizing video so that's what I heard so that's very exciting news because I miss regular Instagram and I want to go back to that yeah, I yeah, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about how reels are the biggest craze over on Instagram and you should only be doing video content. But what about the photo girls? Yeah, and I mean, I heard that they're still prioritizing video as well, mm-hmm. but they're not just leaving photos like 
to die. Yeah. Like, photos are, are coming out of the grave. Like, they're going to come back and, like, actually be on people's feed, uh-huh. um, which is very exciting. That's good. That's a good slay. Um, yeah. I would say my slay this week, I also have two. So, slay would be in addition to our little content day that we did at Disneyland and getting to meet so many people and hang out with people. Um, And then we also, Christy and I, went to Sweetheart's Night at Disneyland. And Emily is my sweetheart. (laughs) Yeah. We are sweethearts, obviously. Um, So we went together, and it was so much fun. It was both of our first Disneyland After Dark events. And oh my gosh, they do such a good job. Yeah, I loved what it. What was like your favorite part? Um, I think my favorite part was probably the fireworks and specifically the finale mm-hmm. and our jaws dropping to the floor because it was enchanted music. Oh my gosh. So the funny thing was is that all these couples are there and me and Emily kept saying, this crowd is so quiet. We're. And we're just there like, you know, spilling tea, not spilling tea, sort but of. like just talking how we usually are. And I don't know, just laughing and such. And the crowd was just so quiet. And when this enchanted part comes on, me and Emily are just like, <gasps> yeah. oh my gosh, no way. And we were just the most excited people in the crowd, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I think we were, we were crazy. And then I think also the last thing that we did at Sweetheart's Night was meeting Miss Bianca and Bernard. Oh, yeah. Those cute little mice. They were really cute. And... There were a lot of really cool, like, character meet and greets at Sweetheart's Night, um, but Christy and I, we, it was, it was a crazy night. We did not have time to go in all these lines, so yeah. we just went in one line. We saw Miss Bianca and Bernard. We had no idea who they were, but they were really <laughs> cute, and we got some pictures. Oh my gosh, did you get the photo pass pictures? <laughs> oh, I'll have to check that. Okay, yeah. I will have to check that so we can post um our little mice friends oh my gosh but there were yes. so many different experiences at sweethearts nights like you can't hit it all no you can't um, but I feel like we did a good job of kind of trying trying to navigate it there's so much food like there's so much food there there's all the characters um there's <laughs> yeah. the royal ball there's the fireworks that you can't miss um there's just main street like decorated and hearts and Everything is just so, like, cute and Valentine's-esque, and uh, I love it. There's the Ravi. (laughs) The Ravi. There was this heart-shaped ravioli that we got. Um, It was very good, but my stomach's a little sensitive, so I didn't didn't like it. But it was cute. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, it was really good. So, yeah, Sweetheart's Night was really fun. And then my other sleigh, I just have to mention it, is that I scored Beyonce tickets for renaissance tour so that was everything to me and i am so excited i saw beyonce in concert at baychella so coachella 2018 and i think it like changed my life and like i don't know something was going rejuvenated (laughs) your soul yeah it like it like charged my body so gotcha i'm super excited um we are in the nosebleeds. We're hey. in section 500-something. But okay. the thing is, is that I managed to get row one of section 500. So at least we're, like, in the front of, like, the section, at least. 
Yeah. So that's good. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah. So that's. You're, you're in the same arena as the queen bee. So that's all that matters. I know. So that that's really good. Um, but anyways, going on from our slays and dismays, let's start our mental illness happy hour. <laughs> we gotta cheers. I got some Pinot. Yes. Cheers. Yeah. So let's let's start our mental illness happy hour. Okay, absolutely. So um, I think we just want to, you know, first of all say that, like, we're just shedding light on having issues. Issues? I don't know. Problems with mental throughout your day and mm-hmm. kind of how to navigate that, um, what has kind of gotten us out of, like, slumps or burnout um, or helpful tips that we have to deal with our anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. and menti B episodes. So uh, <laughs> we're here for y'all. We're experiencing and have experienced that kind of thing throughout our whole entire lives. Like for me, I have always struggled with especially anxiety mm-hmm. um, and then also depression, but not as much as anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I've always related to the character Piglet in the way where I'm just like, Always a little anxious. Um, don't always show it, mm-hmm. but it's there. Um, and I think I mentioned on the last episode, too, how I deal with social anxiety and how that's kind of a big thing for me and something I'm trying to get better at and kind of deal with. But it can be hard sometimes, um, especially, I don't know, throughout for, throughout life, throughout your 20s, navigating life on your own. Yeah, definitely. And For me, I would also say anxiety is a big thing that runs rampant through me. And I have now, being 25, um, sort of tried to get coping mechanisms and be better about managing my anxiety. Um, I would say, like, growing up, I was always, I didn't really realize that it was anxiety, I'd say. Um, and I just thought it was just life. Um, and then, like, high school, I was so busy with competitive dance. That was really what I was focusing on. But then when I went to college, that was sort of when the anxiety started mm-hmm. up. Um, and I think it was probably a mixture of leaving home and the stress of school and the stress of doing well in school and then the stress of making friends and the stress of Mm. adulting and like everything just sort of came together and formed my my anxiety disorder um so I remember I finally like went to a doctor I believe this was my sophomore year of college or end of freshman year I can't remember um but Mm -hmm. that was when I finally went and the doctor asked me all of the classic questions on if you have anxiety and it was like yes 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 and she's (laughs) like oh okay girl (laughs) um and so that was when I finally was like okay this is like a real thing and so through that I remember like getting prescribed medicine and whatnot, but I never really, like, took it because I'm really bad at taking medicine, and I just sort of, like, went through life just trying to, like, get through it, but I am a lot better now, but I remember there would be days and times where I would just have heightened anxiety just all day, where you have that, like, crushing pain in your, like, in your chest, 
mm-hmm. and it would just sit there all day. And I remember being like, why? Why is this happening? And I would just like, it would just be like an umbrella of anxiety over my body. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? So I know. It, anxiety is so weird. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, too, that I was thinking the other day, I'm just like, what is it? I feel like everybody has some sort of anxiety, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of times I've been seeing on TikTok this one girl makes videos um, where she's just like this person who just has zero anxiety and she's just like going through life mm-hmm. like with like the positive outlook all the time and just like no anxiety about anything. I'm like, what would that be like? Because I have no idea. And you know, that's who I am and that's that's how it's always been. Like I feel like I've always kind of dealt with some sort of anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> but um especially I think in my 20s too like I relate to that like kind of growing as you're like oh crap like I'm an adult like I have to like figure this stuff out I have to start like doing these things by myself mm-hmm. and then things just kind of for- like start formulating because of that yeah and I also know that in my family like everyone has anxiety like my siblings and my mom had anxiety and actually my dad I he's he's just a chill chill cool (laughs) being yeah I don't know if all dads are like that yes (laughs) I don't know there's something about that where they're just chilling and then everyone else in the family is whack yeah so that's my family so like like majority of us have anxiety um so it's also like uh like a genetic thing I think and I also was seeing earlier where I believe like one in five people have some kind of like mental health situation I think I think five out of five have (laughs) there is no one on this earth that can say I don't have a mental illness okay you have a mental illness for saying that I think that everybody has something something yeah you know whether that's like a little bit of OCD Mm -hmm. like anxiety like anything like that I think everybody experiences that in their life and it could be very low at the percentage of that that you feel it Mm -hmm. um where others feel it at its highest potential which is you know debilitating oh yeah yeah um but yeah no I definitely think that everybody deals with something yeah. Whether they know it or not, you know? Yeah. Well, um, what would and, you say, like, triggers your anxiety, like, the most? Yeah, I mean, I think for me it's uh, anything, like, oh, gosh. I think anything, like, social or, like, n- meeting new people mm-hmm. um, can be really hard for me. So, like, meeting someone for the first time or um, having to speak in front of people or being in a big group is really hard for me Mm -hmm. um because I'm not always the most outgoing person so then when I'm in a room full of people who are just talking I can sometimes just feel like I'm crawling like I just want to crawl backwards into the corner and just like stay there I want to be invisible Uh um and so I get that feeling a lot when I'm in like groups of people and I feel like I don't necessarily fit in and I start getting in my head a lot and then I just I don't talk because I'm all in my head um and that's that's where I am and that's where it kind of triggers like socially Mm -hmm. and um 
even like picking up the phone to call someone like that gives me a ton of anxiety and it's so stupid yeah um, it sounds stupid but it just is and um I I would say that that, that really triggers me yeah um, like social any kind of social events are really hard um and something that I've realized too that's kind of weird for me is I can be good with that sometimes in a sense where it's professionally mm-hmm. I can kind of deal with that but then when it comes to more of a social aspect where it's like a party or any type of get together like that it's almost harder for me because I have to I feel like I have to bring on this kind of like personality to impress people with my personality yeah where in a professional setting I can just be professional and that's easy because there's a standard for that but there's no type of standard for when you're like talking with people socially like everybody's different in that aspect and I feel like I'm not funny I'm I'm not super outgoing I just don't know what to say and so I just crawl into this hole (laughs) that's a lot but that that's yeah I don't think that's kind of how it is yeah I mean I feel like whenever you've been in uh, like bigger groups like with work or whatnot I feel like you still are confident in yourself and are are present and there and do your best to put your best foot forward, which is good. Yeah. Well, I feel in a professional setting, I feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. because I know how to act more and I know that I can be, like, professional in that sense. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, I don't have to have, like, this funny, like, personality. Like, yeah, it'd be nice, but I can just be professional and, like, charming in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, in a social aspect with friends, it's harder for me. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't necessarily have, I don't know this sort of, like, outgoing, like, oh, you're going to remember me because of this. I'm just kind of, like, I try to be, like, a nice, kind person, and, like, that's all I can really offer because I feel like I'm not funny. I'm not, like, all these other things that other people are. You don't have to be funny. I feel like your niceness and your kindness is more than enough. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, I, it's funny when I was younger, I definitely now like looking back on it, I definitely know that it was anxiety, like from a very young age, because Mm. I'll never forget this incident where in kindergarten, I remember in like elementary school where you're like, you sat in desks and it was like in rows and then the teacher would give like paper and then the front person would have to pass it to the back (laughs) so I was sitting in my desk and she didn't count enough paper I guess and I didn't get one and instead of just raising my hand and asking for a worksheet I just sat there and cried because (laughs) because I was so just ridden with anxiety to even like speak up and ask and then I remember my teacher like called my mom and like sent a note home and said Emily (sighs) cried over not getting a piece of paper um this might be an issue um so no yeah that that is where that sort of stemmed from but I feel like now it's not so much of like social anxiety I'd say because in like groups and whatnot I feel like I don't have that anymore but for me a lot of my anxiety comes from like overthinking things and then also wanting to make sure that everything in my life is like planned out and like my future is like 
good to go or like anxiety about like I don't know just like things throughout my day that I don't have control over or yeah I'll like like no sense of control maybe yeah no sense of control mm-hmm. or like maybe one day like it changes all the time and like right maybe one day I'll have anxiety because I feel like I am behind and I'm not yeah. as successful as another mm. person because I'll compare myself to other people and I'll uh, go up to LinkedIn and see people announcing their jobs and whatnot yeah. and then I'm over here struggling because I need to find mm. a job so it's like things like that where yeah. it's like comparing myself to other people that gives me anxiety or just overthinking things in general like if something happens and let's say I'm having like a conversation with someone and something what like I said something weird or something awkward mm-hmm. I will replay that conversation <laughs> in my head all yeah. day like I, <laughs> I can't no I can't help it like it will just like replay over and over and I'll overthink it and it makes me go insane and Uh I don't know what to do about that. (laughs) Oh, I feel that a hundred percent because I do that too. And it's even funny because I'll do that with people that I'm like the closest with. Uh Like even with you and Alexis, Uh I'll like say something stupid and then the next day I'll still be thinking about and be like, oh my God, was that stupid? Or did I hurt someone's feelings by like saying that joke or whatever and I just like overthink it so much and um yeah and I think that whole compare comparison Mm -hmm. um that you were talking about as well is very hard especially like in your 20s yeah when some people are over here with this amazing corporate job or they just had a child and it's just like okay I'm over here with no college degree yet and a, a good job, but I also am not married. And so it's like, what path am I supposed to be taking? Yeah. Are, like, where am I supposed to be? Yeah. Because all these other people are in these other directions that I'm not even close to. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's super hard because everyone is in a different path of life. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when looking from the outside in. And other people could be looking at you, Emily, and saying, oh, my God, Emily's got, like, her whole life figured out. She's doing amazing. Which, you know, I think that about you. <laughs> I don't. And I, I'm like, oh, I aspire to be Emily no, and, like, all these things. Um, and so, you know, other people could be looking at you in that way, which I, I think can be hard to remember as well. Yeah, that's um, that's a big thing, though, because a lot of people, and, like, I think we even talked about this in a previous episode. It was, like, how do you stay so positive and so happy all yes. the time? And the thing is, with posting your life online and on social media, you're obviously just going to do a highlight reel of your life and your good days and the the pictures that you're happy in and the, the yeah. stuff that you're doing that's really cool, like maybe mm-hmm. going to new places in LA or doing whatever, but you're obviously mm-hmm. not going to post a picture of you sobbing your eyes out from a mental breakdown. So right. I feel like a lot of people forget that people who are like content creators are also real people because... Mm-hmm. Content creators are obviously just posting all of, like, the good moments. Um, And I think for me, like, for example, today (laughs) was Mm -hmm. a full mental breakdown day due to 
a number of things, one of which being just related to work and me needing to find a job because dreamers, (laughs) this is um, my um, call for help that your girl needs a job in less than a month because my contract is ending with the mouse. So (laughs) if anyone knows of anything, send me a DM because your girl is looking. Um, And also our entire team is actually looking. So uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm going (laughs) to be sharing everyone and telling people they need jobs too. So that's yeah. my cry for help. But anyways, <laughs> this was the mental breakdown that I had today. Yeah. And so I was, like, posting – even the other day I was, like, posting on my stories from our Sweethearts Night and our yeah. our content day at Disneyland. And mm-hmm. I'm just at home just – I'm not there. I It's not real mm-hmm. time. <laughs> it's, like, mm-hmm. I'm just at home maybe just sitting yeah. there and then – Today, posting on stories, but in reality, I'm, like, sobbing my eyes out on a mental breakdown call with other coworkers. Yeah. It's a lot. I know. It is. And um, I've had a lot of people come up to me when I've been in Disneyland or even over the phone and they're just like, oh, you're, you're thriving in California. You look like you're doing amazing. Like it's an amazing time out there. And don't get me wrong. Like I've had a lot of really cool moments since I've been here and I've been able to explore a lot and see a lot of really, really cool things. And it has been good. Um, but not everything has been perfect. Mm. You know, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff mentally and also just, just little tweaks in the road, um, Mm. along the way. And, you know, people don't see that yeah. because I'm, I'm just posting my little adventures that I have. But I think it's important to know that every single person is going through some type of either mental struggle or also just something something is happening in their life that's not not okay. Yeah. And I think everybody is going through something. And that's, that's also a good thing to remember when just, like, approaching people, like, the little moments in your life. If you're going through a drive-thru, just being kind. Mm-hmm. And I think that that goes, like, a long way for anyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's, like, a little rant, oh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why. But, yeah. Um, if you all know who Rozzy is, she's a Disney creator. She posts a lot of stuff on her TikTok about, like, mental health awareness and that – She, like, posts a lot of, like, this Disney content where it's, like, all amazing and she's going to events and she's doing this and she's getting invited to stuff because Mm -hmm. she's a pretty big creator. Um, But at the same time, she's dealing with a lot of mental stuff and, like, anxiety and depression and you don't think that she's going through that, but it's really nice that she is using her platform to, like, share her story and, like, Absolutely. And that mental health, like, like the stigma behind mental illness mm. and people who have mental illness, because I feel yeah. like for a long time, it was, like, a really big stigma for anyone to have any kind of mental illness. But now, mm-hmm. I think, especially with, like, Gen Z and the rise of people just sharing their lives on TikTok, it's become mm. a lot more normalized, which is really great. And I love That's that great. people are, like, sharing their lives. Oh, absolutely. And I think with, like, what we kind of said 
earlier with creators it's hard to know that they are real people and that they're dealing with these emotions behind the scenes mm-hmm. because for me I'll be watching something on TikTok or going through somebody's Instagram that I really look up to and I'm just kind of like oh my gosh their relationship looks perfect mm-hmm. they have this perfect body this perfect house this perfect life like their life is just perfect but there are, I'm sure that there are things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And it's important to realize that. Um, but I think also as a creator, it's people don't really understand, especially if you're just working for yourself or in the creative field, how you can get into like slumps or burnout creatively and how that is so hard (laughs) to deal with. And it's such a thing. Um, like sometimes I don't know if it's, my depression or if I'm just burnt out Mm -hmm. and just tired and like I don't have anything in me anymore I feel that so hard because it's like so hard sometimes because there are people out there who are posting so consistently and they're posting like every day or posting multiple times a day and it's like how do they do that because It's so easy to get burnt out, especially when you are just churning out content and, like, everything is about content. And it's, like, for me, it's to the point where when I go to the parks, I'm, like, trying to think of everything as, like, a content opportunity because I'm, like, okay, this could be a great TikTok. This could be something that I can share. It's, like, when I go into the parks, I'm, like, okay – these are all the things that I want to accomplish. I want to do a TikTok vlog. If I bring my vlog camera, I want to do a YouTube vlog. Um, Maybe I want to try out a new food, so I'm going to record myself trying a new food. Maybe there's a new pair of ears that I'm searching for, so I'm going to do a little vlog of me searching for ears. Maybe I want to also do a video of me going into a store and showing everyone all the new merch that just dropped. And then maybe there's also some trending audio that's happening, so I want to do a trending audio. And as a creator, the TikTok and Instagram are wanting you to post, well, at least TikTok is wanting you to post three videos a day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah, no. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, so insane. It, it's crazy and like burnout is so like, it, it happens so easily, I feel. Yes. And I feel like people don't take it seriously because I remember one time, This was when I, like, barely started in our job as, like, social media people at Disney. And then I posted something about how I was was feeling, like, burnt out. And this was when I was in Florida. And then someone DM'd me and said, like, why are you burnt out? (laughs) And I was like, oh, excuse me. I can feel whatever I need to feel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. And everyone feels differently. Yeah. You know? Um, And I think, like, especially actually last week and even going into this week, I've just had, like, these two days in a row where I'm just mentally, like, drained. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even explain it, but I'm just drained. I'm tired. I... I have no motivation, and I I try to get out of that. I try to have these helpful ways to get me out of that because you can't – as much as – it's good to sit there and like weep and like have that moment. Mm-hmm. Like you do need like ways to get out to get out of that. Um, and for me, like even today, today was one of those days, mm-hmm. honestly, for me. Um, and so literally in the middle of my day, I was like, I I can't I can't do this. I need a refresh. Um, so I in the middle of the day, which I never do this, I was like, I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna do a skincare routine, uh-huh. and I'm going to go to a coffee shop, get a new 
scenery. Yeah. Just, just a refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the little drive in my car helped me to listen to some of my favorite music and just get out of my head a little bit and into something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and to literally have if a physical and mental refresh in some way. Yeah. And that was, you know, refreshing my body and going somewhere new. And I think that that, like, really helped me. And then at the, the end of your day, doing something specifically, like, for you. Like, going to the beach, watching the sunset, going for a hot girl walk, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Do something for yourself, like, mentally and physically. Um, and I think for me, like, that that helped, you know? Yeah. It got, it got me moving. It got me out of the house. It got me moving. It got me outside into the sun. Um and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's always good to leave your house and go see the outside world. Um, yeah. I also think something that helps me with my anxiety is making sure that my like bed is made, my mm. clothes are put away, my room is clean, like the living room is clean. And honestly, my apartment has sort of been a mess as of recently. Um, So then for me, when my apartment is a mess, it feels like my brain is a mess. So it's also like having to set aside time to like clean my my place. And then I feel Mm -hmm. better after that. But it's also a struggle because it's like, okay, I am so busy with work all day. And then I'm trying to do all of this social media content creation after Mm -hmm. work. And then I'm doing like, just lounging around or walking my dog or watching a TV show with my boyfriend. And then at the end of the night, it's like, all right, time to go to bed. (laughs) Yes. And well, what I was gonna say too, is like, for me, the hardest part is getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you can't get out of bed, yeah. let alone clean your room. That seems like an impossible task sometimes. Yeah. So I, I would say, like, it's just a step-by-step. Get out of your bed, mm-hmm. wash your face, and then do something for yourself. Like, put on makeup and, like, put on a cute out- outfit. Literally, you will feel so, <laughs> so much ready, more ready for your day. Yeah. If, if you have yourself ready. Mm-hmm. And, and At least for me. Yeah, I feel that. And, like, speaking of, like, not being able to get out of bed, I'm, like, now remembering and realizing that when I was living in Florida, I had a lot mm-hmm. of moments like that where I would, like, not want to, like, get out of my bed. And, like, there yeah. was things that I could have been doing in my room, like, putting away clothes or whatever, but I, like, literally just could not get out of my bed. And it's, again, one of those things where it was, like, I'm in Florida. I'm showing everyone that I'm having a grand old time. (laughs) I'm going to Epcot or whatever. But in reality, it's, like, I'm in bed. Like, I I can't – I can't escape my bed. And it is crazy because it's, like – it's sometimes your brain, like – tells you to do things and your body will follow what your brain says so if your your mental illness brain is saying no you are not getting out of bed you will not go anywhere else and I saw this like little meme today that was like if you have like it's it was like when you have like a lot of like problems or something whatever and then it was like pictures of like 
you just like scrolling through TikTok because yeah. that's also something that I do Oof. and it's really bad. But TikTok is so bad because it's so addicting and then you'll just sit there. I know it's really and bad. And it's hard when that's part of your job or your whole job. I know that that's currently my my whole job. So like all day I scroll for TikToks and then at, yeah. after work I'm scrolling on TikTok yep. for my own yep. enjoyment and I'm just on TikTok all the time. Y'all, it, you, you all would be appalled if you saw my average screen time. Oh, I want to know. Let's not talk I am about curious. it. We don't have to talk about it, but I am curious. <laughs> it's a lot and I, I will blame it on the fact that I have to scroll on social media for my entire work yeah. day, and I don't have a work that's phone, fair. so. That's, oh, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> um, that's funny, though. And I have but to use my TikTok, personal. <laughs> TikTok is very dangerous, um, and I've, I would say, honestly, a majority of my friends don't have TikTok. Really? Be- yes, because of that reason, and, and I'm always like, oh my god, did you see the TikTok I sent you? And they're like, no, I deleted that months ago. I, I told you. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to text it to them because they don't have TikTok anymore. And so they won't see what I send. So I have to <laughs> send it through text. Um, and they, they say, no, I don't have it because it's too addicting. It was affecting my mental health too much. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, wow, that's tea. That is real tea. And I know Emma Chamberlain did that as well. Really? Um, she doesn't have TikTok. And she's a high-performing, obviously, creator. Yeah. Um, one of the best in the business. And she doesn't have TikTok because of that exact reason. And it's very interesting. Um, because the algorithm d- does – it does what it needs to do. It gets you addicted. But also, <laughs> yeah. at, at what cost of your mental health? Um, yeah. You know? So it's very interesting. Yeah. But Sometimes I feel like I'm like a goldfish – when I scroll through TikTok because I heard that goldfish only have, like, an attention span of, like, three seconds. Mm. So I feel the same when I'm, like, scrolling through TikTok because if it's, like, if the video does not catch my attention in, like, two seconds, I will scroll. So. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's very interesting because I feel like people are always saying, oh, that's how Gen Z is. That's Gen Z. That's Gen Z. No, it's not. It's all generations now. Mm -hmm. Because I see people in other, like, all generations who, like, feel that way. And it's just very interesting since TikTok came out how that's affected these other platforms like YouTube, like news outlets, Mm -hmm. like all that. Everybody's finding their information from these short-form videos. Um, And, yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. TikTok, I I think, is, is... a mental health uh, ruiner, <laughs> perhaps. Um, but well, <laughs> and it's weird because I feel like people now get their news from TikTok. They get their music from TikTok. People don't really listen to the radio anymore unless it's like a specific clip that they're now watching on YouTube. They listen to podcasts, yeah, or they get new music from TikTok, yeah. And that's wild. It's so wild. Nobody listens to one hundred two point five Kiss FM like. Maybe they do. I don't know what you're doing, but I don't. <laughs> I listen to Spotify from playlists that I've found artists from TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people nowadays aren't even using Google to search for things. They're searching yeah. on TikTok because let's say they're looking for recommendations to do something fun in New York City. 
people are making TikToks of five best things to do in New York City, and people want right. to see the TikToks more than uh, some words in Google. Like, yeah, I would much rather I, see video than an right. article. Well, yeah, and it's coming from a creator who's able to share their actual viewpoint on something and visuals to go along with that. Yeah. It's, it's not... It's not a media outlet who's having to go around all these restrictions. And it's an actual person, an actual creator who's saying, oh, this is good because of this and showing showing their opinions. Yeah. Rather than just facts. Yeah, exactly. So um, TikTok, I, I love her. She's everything to me. But also at the same time, uh, mental health is uh, something with her. But we were talking yeah. about how how you get out of slumps with anxiety Mm -hmm. and you were talking about like doing things like getting out of the house and whatnot are there any things that you do like on a daily basis that sort of helps you with getting through daily tasks or getting you through work or really anything like that yeah um honestly I would say the top two things that have helped me within this last year with that, um, have honestly, number one has been music, Mm. um, which is really kind of new to me. I feel like I've really recently found like the niche of music that I really love, Mm -hmm. um, and always having that on throughout like my morning routine or when I'm making breakfast or lunch, um, has really like heightened my mood a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say another thing is getting off my phone and doing something that's not, like, related to the internet or anything like that. Um, So that could be, like, reading or going on, like, a walk or going through the store Mm -hmm. with nothing but my thoughts. Yeah. Um, And that's helpful to kind of disconnect from that for a few moments each day. Um, And I also did journal for a little bit, which helped, but I just couldn't stick with that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I would say that those two things really helped me that I – I try to do every day. Um, how about you? Um, so for me, I would say that making to-do lists is something mm. that is really helpful for me because also, so I like have generalized anxiety disorder, but something that I've <laughs> been telling myself and all of my friends is that I believe that I have undiagnosed ADHD and this is not like a joke to the people who do have ADHD out there. I I know people who have it, and this is not a joke, but I believe that I have it, but I have not gone to a professional to get that checked out. Um, so because of this, there's a lot of times where I feel like it's very hard for me to focus um, and just get things done. So something that's helpful for me is having a to-do list. And I currently use this planner I'm showing to Christy right now. Um, (laughs) So it's paper. Yeah, it's paper. Um, And it basically, it's from this small company. I don't know if they're actually small, but I think they're small. It's called Not Koi. Is this your main character right now? I, maybe. Um, But they, they actually... They actually gifted me some things, like, a while ago, actually. Um, So shout out to them. But this is, like, their their main, like, journal. And the the front says barely organized. 
So it's like relatable. And then with each day, it's like basically the same prompt, like every single day. But it's basically like things I really got to do. And it has some lines. And it says other things I got to do too. And then we have non-work related things, random thoughts, and then break time things. So it's just like sectioned out for like things I have to get done in my day. So that's Mm. really helpful for me. And it like sort of takes away some stress of everything I have to get done because with my daily daily tasks and everything with work and all the things I have to get done with work and then all the things I have to get done with like my social media and then everything else that is what helps me and then I would also say other things throughout the day is like taking my dog on her daily walks and getting fresh air and yes I think that's so important yeah and like getting out of my apartment and just taking in the sun in the morning yeah get that vitamin d yeah getting the vitamin d is really important um and i also started journaling a little bit and i feel like that's been helping me just like get my thoughts out of my brain and like onto paper so i'm trying to like stick with that and see Mm -hmm. how that goes so that's sort of what i try and do well and i was just thinking um something that's like was hard for me was when I was living in Cleveland, Ohio during these months, I wasn't able to just go outside and get some fresh air. Yeah. That's not possible in the North during this time. Uh-huh. And I, I, I seriously think that seasonal depression is such a thing. Oh, it is. Because I had it when I was there and because I couldn't just go outside. It was dark and gloomy and there was snow on the ground. I can't do that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and you don't want to go outside. And sometimes in Florida, I felt that, too, because it was so hot. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go outside. Um, so that that's crazy. But doing these other things to also help, I think, is important. Or getting some type of lighting in your house that you love. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's very interesting. Yes. But um, those are definitely ways that, you know, I think help. Yeah. Um, and then... I know that we wanted to talk about the Winnie the Pooh characters. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so there's this conspiracy. I don't know if it's still a conspiracy or if it's been confirmed, but that Winnie the Pooh characters all have some type of mental illness, which I believe it's just totally true. Like, they definitely thought that going in, right? I, I, I guess so. I, I wouldn't have thought that they, they did, but then... I remember seeing it online that they all apparently have their own little little mental illness, and I'm like, okay, I I guess. I mean, it makes the most sense with like it Eeyore for sure. Okay, so Eeyore has depression. Yeah, Piglet, Little Miss Pig, Little Mister Piglet's a boy. <gasps> okay, Little Mister Piglet. <laughs> Um, definitely has anxiety, which I am piglet to a team. Yeah. And then, um, I heard that Pooh has a eating disorder because of his honey addiction. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then oh, I think, what, what else is there? I'm currently um, on this website that's like, the, this article is titled Winnie the Pooh and Mental Health. And there's like oh, a whole like, like, um, picture with their mental illnesses. So apparently, um, Owl 
has narcissistic personality disorder. Ah. Yeah, I don't, I've never liked Owl. I, I, I never was a fan of Owl either. And then, apparently, uh, Rabbit has Mm -hmm. OCD, which- A hundred percent. I can see that. I can totally see that. And then, Tigger has attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. (laughs) So that makes sense. And then I heard that Rue has uh, is like on the autism spectrum. Aww. I, I don't know. I feel like he has detachment disorder. I don't know. Isn't he like always wanting to be with his mama? I think so, but I okay. I also think that's because he's like a baby, and don't they always that's like true. stay in their mom's pouches? Okay, did you know that Kanga in Rue is kangaroo? Yes, I did know that. um but then it says here that christopher robin apparently has schizophrenia Mm, yeah i've heard that uh so yeah (laughs) what about um who else is there anyone else or is that all um that's it because then piglet has anxiety and then eeyore has depression (laughs) oh man wow yeah, who would have thought? Um, and I heard something about, like, there's a whole conspiracy, too, about Peter Pan and all the characters in that as well. Really? Um, yeah, something about how, it's very morbid, how uh, when Peter Pan takes them away that, like, they're actually dead when they go to Neverland, and, like, that's, like, uh, like heaven in some sort of way, and it has something to do with, like like, a war or something during that time period of when the film was made. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look more into it. And that Peter Pan has Peter Pan syndrome. Um, and there's this whole conspiracy about it. We, we'd have to like go into it, but yeah, it's, it's a wild how some of these films were made back then. And even like, um, Alice in Wonderland, Uh like, you know, like there was something crazy going on (laughs) when that film was made. An acid trap. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I'm not confirming anything. I love that movie. I love the music, but, um, there's something, something crazy going on with those older, more classic films, which I love, but, um, very, very interesting. So who do you relate to, um, in the Winnie the Pooh characters? What do you say? I guess I would have to relate to Piglet the most, but a fun fact about me is that when I was a child, my favorite Disney character was Eeyore. Aww. I don't know what, maybe, I, maybe I was a sad child. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I love Eeyore. Um, my mom relates to Eeyore so much, and, like, that's, like, her favorite um, character as well. Like, she's always, always loved Eeyore. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because he has a pink bow on his tail. Maybe. I feel like you would like that as a child. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember I had, you know how they have, um, in the parks, they have those, um, the little, like, Disney plushies that are, like, babies. Yes. I used to have the Eeyore one, and I, I want to find it. I feel like it has to be at my parents' house somewhere, like, in a bin. Uh-huh. But it was so cute because he was wearing, like, a little pajama onesie like it isn't like how they have oh. it at the parks now where it's they're just like wrapped in a little blanket mm-hmm. it was like a little pajama onesie and he had like a little Stole. hat on 
stole. I know. Oh, that's so cute. I was looking for a plush that has Eeyore and Piglet because that's literally me and my mom. And I really wanted to get it because I feel like that'd be cute. But I found one. But really? like they were all used. I did find one. I, I did find one and it's super cute. Um, but it's like from Poshmark and it's used, so I could wash it, but that's yeah. fine. You can totally get one. I could totally do that. I could totally do that. Um because I I got yeah. a Heffalump plushie <gasps> off of Mercari and it was used, but I still bought it. I I love Lumpy. He's the best. I was obsessed with Lumpy when I was yeah. younger. Um, and I just also remember going through the Winnie the Pooh attraction at Disney World. Frightened me so, so much. I remember crying during the rain scene when it thunders. Oh, yeah. I was, like, sobbing. I'm like, this is too much. This is too much. And it's creepy. It's kind of creepy. You have to admit. With the heffalump scene, pulling smoke at you. Oh, yeah. No. That is a jump scare. <laughs> I was not liking that as a child. Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess that's all that we have about our mental illness. But you know what I realized in the uh, beginning of this episode, we were talking about our slays and dismays, but we never talked about our dismays. Oh! Because we, we well, were then talking about mental breakdowns, and then I was like, wait a oh. second, I never talked about my dismay! Wow, look at us being all, like, optimistic and positive. I know! Okay, well, what's your dismay? Okay, my dismay, <laughs> I guess, was that I had a mental breakdown today but also my dismay was that I (laughs) lost my heart sunglasses at Disneyland and the only reason why was because Minnie Mouse scared us yes and scared the living poo-poo out of us (laughs) we literally screamed (laughs) she just she was so so tiny this little mouse character And she came up behind us. You, we were filming. You can see her little <laughs> eyes popping through. And then I just look back. I'm like, oh. And then Emily just went on like. <laughs> and so it was just, it was a moment. I'm but, telling y'all right now, like, every single time I watched that video, I am, like, crying from laughing so hard. I don't know why that video is so funny to me. <laughs> we're going to post it on our stories tomorrow when this episode goes live. Um, because it's just, it's too iconic. Oh, yes. Let me write that down in my to-do list. Yes, yes. So I don't okay, so forget. Okay, so that's your dismay, losing your sunglasses, um, because of Minnie Mouse. Yeah, and just, uh, general mental breakdowns. What about Classic. you? Oh, yes. Okay, so I did have a dismay written down for this week, and that is avocados are my, um, villain origin story. Oh, man. Um, Oh, man. So I decided this week I am going to be a classic California girly. I'm going to make avocado toast, which I've never had before in my life. So I go to the farmer's market. I buy this cutie little avocado. I let it ripen up just right for my avocado toast. I'm so excited. I make it. I I use the whole avocado, y'all. So two two slices of bread, full avocado on both. I eat it up. Yum, yum, yum. Doesn't have much flavor. It's not the greatest. Like, I'm just like, okay, don't get the hug. But <laughs> here for it, I guess. Um, and then I sit through a few meetings at work. I start feeling the stomach kind of not be Ooh, happy. girl. Next moment, I'm in my bed 
crying for dear life because I my I feel like I'm dying from this freaking <laughs> avocado, which I find out later that I am because I'm allergic. <laughs> so then I'm just like out. I'm out for the count this whole Friday. I, I could not. I could not function because of a freaking avocado. So now we know. No guac. No avocado toast is coming in my future. Um, and now we know. And that's the most important part. Wait. But that. Wait a yeah. dang second. Have you not eaten guacamole before? So I, I, I have. And then I was figuring it out um, because I was talking to my friend because we had chips and guac the last time that I saw him. Yeah. And so then I was like, wait, trying to add this up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. The next thing that we did was like we went to this bookstore and I felt sick at the bookstore this whole time. And it's because of the guacamole I had. So it, it, it does add up. I've never really usually eaten avocados. Um, <laughs> but now I will not because they are the death of me apparently. Oh, but man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my dismay. Wow, you <laughs> cannot be an avocado toast girl. I'm not, and I'm fine with that. It really didn't have much kick. Like, I was just <laughs> unimpressed. <laughs> like, they're cute. They add some color to your daily morning, but it's okay. I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoa. I'll have salsa with my chips instead. Like, it's fine. I won't die. Oh, my gosh. That Well, that's good. I, I'm glad. Yeah. And, and I guess we also can, can end this episode with talking about what our – main character is so what is that Christy? <laughs> okay so i did go somewhere today and it's super cute so i'm always sharing my favorite coffee shops with you oh yes you are and this was a super cute one it is in newport beach california and it was called daydream which first of all freaking love the name yeah so freaking that's cute. so you is it, oh it's so us <laughs> and so i went to this surf shop uh, it's a surf shop slash coffee shop, and it's just so darling and very beachy and very Orange County. Um, surfboards all across the wall. You can buy the surfboards as well. They had a lavender tea latte there. I was thriving. You could totally work there, too. Um, and so it's called Daydream, and it's a surf shop and a coffee shop. So I would say that that is my main character of the week Ooh. just because I went there today, and it was kind of part of my mental health refresh as well. I love that. That's such a good main character. Yeah. Okay. Emily, what's yours? <laughs> I would say my main character would probably be, I think, just all of the accessories that I wore at Disneyland the other day. So, like, my heart sunglasses were a vibe. My uh, purse that I had, it was, like, mm -hmm. a big big mini head that I have. Oh, Danielle Nicole, right? Yes, my Danielle yes. Nicole bag that I wore for – I literally bought that purse, like, well over a year ago. And I've mm. always just had it on display in my room. And this was the – a good display purse. I know. This was the very first time that I took her out to be seen. So that was good. And then I had my – all of my little new emos and um, mini things. So, oh. yeah, I would say that because I was feeling myself in my outfit. But we yeah. were planning another another Disneyland day to take pics yes. because 
your girl needs picks at Disneyland because I I'm gonna have to buy a magic key soon to get in. So content, baby, <laughs> content. We are getting it. I know. I'm um, trying to. I'm try, trying to. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that that is a good one, and you looked so cute at Sweethearts Nights. Um, and it's crazy because next week is next week Valentine's Day. Yeah, on Tuesday. Okay, so we might have to talk about next week, maybe have a love romance, talk a little bit more about Valentine's Day. Um, But for now, dreamers, we're going to get out. You guys can keep jamming in the car if you want. I don't know what's coming next on your playlist, but let me know any new artists, any new songs, what's what's popping. Yeah, we're going to get out and go to bed. Before we get out... We want to remind y'all to make sure that you're following Get In Dreamers on social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. And then don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. Oh, we're also on LinkedIn. Oh, we are on LinkedIn, (laughs) and Christy does a good job of posting our episode each week. So if you want to connect with us on a professional level, um, we are on there as well. So make sure you check it out. Um, And I think that's it for all of our little shout-outs. Yeah, we appreciate all your guys' love and support. If you've gotten to the end of this episode, please let us know. (laughs) Yeah. Because we appreciate all of y'all who are still here sticking with us and um, getting through this. But we wish you best of luck on your mental health happy hour journey. And we will see y'all next week. Happy Hearts Day. Ooh, happy Hearts Day. Yeah, thanks y'all for listening. And if y'all have any mental health, mental illness, um, things you want to chat about, our DMs are always open and... That's about it. So we're going to get out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye.